1: This
2: is Panthers Insider, an in-depth preview of the week it's scores! on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Here's the voice of the Panthers, Doug Plagans.
0: Welcome into another edition, another exciting edition of Panthers Insider. Doug Plagans here with you as always, talking all things for. We're at Panthers hockey on a Saturday morning, and we've got a lot to get to. The Panthers wrapping up a road trip here tonight in Tampa. That's where I am right now doing today's Panthers Insider Show. Panthers and the Lightning at 5 o'clock. That's when we're dropping the pocket Emily Arena as the Panthers round out a road trip that'll have seen them play three games in four nights. The Panthers are looking to make it five straight victories if they can get it done this evening as well, coming off that win in Buffalo, a couple of nights ago by a 4 nothing score. So the Panthers and the Lightning, the cross-state rivalry renewed the second of three total matchups this season for the Panthers and the Lightning. And again, today, we're dropping the pocket 5, 430 Panthers preview. If you're tuned in, Miami-Dade and Broward Counties, AM790WAXY, your place to tune in. If you want to find us and you're not sure where or you're just driving around and you want to just get the Panthers app, it's got a radio button t- Top right corner hit that you're going to get our broadcast every single time takes all the guesswork out of it so that's one way to listen if you're in the palm beaches is 1230 the gambler of course 100.3 thunder country in the florida keys if you're in the treasure coast region real radio 1017 lots of different places to catch the panthers and the lightning coming your way today at 5 4:30. panthers preview so lots to get to here on this edition of panthers insider mentioned the panthers are on a good little run lately we're going to relive the last three victories. We'll have highlights. We'll have post-game reaction from Thursday's win in Buffalo. We'll hear from Paul Maurice, Anthony Stolarz, Ryan Lomberg, Carter Verhege coming up in just a few moments. Next segment, we've got a cut from the most recent Territory Talk podcast. Jameson Olive and I had a chance to sit down with Panthers all-star goalie Sergei Bobrovsky. We'll hear from him coming up in segment number two. Segment three, Dave Mishkin, longtime radio voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's going to stop by. We'll talk about today's matchup, what it means for each of the two teams mentioned the panthers playing really well tampa bay's playing really well going into the game tonight they've won three straight games they come in having won seven of their last ten and uh, they are charging up the standings in the eastern conference as well before we get into discussing the last few victories here for the panthers have to mention the standings how about this because the panthers They've gotten up to a tie with the Boston Bruins as far as points go atop the Eastern Conference, atop the Atlantic Division. However, they both played 54 games by virtue of the tiebreaker. The Panthers technically have the best record right now. They would get the tiebreaker edge over Boston. Now, both teams do still have 28 games left, so I'm really just looking at the points right now. But the Panthers, long and short of it, they've positioned themselves in a great spot. And they've positioned themselves in a spot to potentially try and get that overall top seed in the Eastern Conference. And uh, the Panthers, again, they've won four straight games and they have charged up to the top of the Atlantic and Eastern Conference standings. So, again, uh, something to watch there. The Panthers will play Tampa Bay. That's a big matchup within the Atlantic coming up today. And, uh, of course, at 1230, the Boston Bruins will host the L.A. Kings. And so by the time the Panthers game starts here in Tampa, we'll know the outcome of that Boston-L.A. game, and we'll see what's at stake. We'll see if the Panthers are going to need a win to try and keep pace with Boston if they beat L.A. We'll see if the Panthers... Need a win to potentially get sole possession of that top spot in the East and in the Atlantic division. So again, lots to keep an eye on. Busy Saturday across the league. We'll talk a little bit about what's coming up later on as well uh, across the National Hockey League. Lots to get to. Mention the Panthers app. The Panthers app, the brand new home for all things Panthers hockey. Download the Panthers app today at FloridaPanthers.com and stay up to date on all the latest news, videos, stats, scores, sales, foundation updates, and so much more. And like I said, there's even a radio button top right corner hit that you'll get our broadcast each and every game before we get into talking about the week that was quick look at the week ahead for the panthers just so you can mark it down on your calendar put it in your palm pilot write it on your hand although i highly discourage that sort of thing uh but uh again lots of different ways to keep track of things keep your life organized the panthers are going to be back home coming up on tuesday night when they play host to the ottawa senators seven o'clock Face-off coming up on Tuesday at Amarant Bank Arena, and uh, the Panthers will actually play four of their next five on home ice beginning Tuesday. So lots of chances to see this Panthers team live and in person. Tuesday at 7, the Panthers are home against Ottawa, and then Thursday at 7, the Panthers will head to Carolina for a one-game road trip. Uh, They'll take on the Hurricanes, rematch of the Eastern Conference Final from last year. Then a week from today, Panthers back home against Washington at 6 on the 27th. They're home against Buffalo at 7 on the 29th. It's a leap year on February 29th. The Panthers are home against the Montreal Canadiens at 7 o'clock. So that's how the schedule lines up for the Panthers. Looking ahead, FloridaPanthers.com, SeatGeek.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. Let's dive right into the week that was for the Panthers since the last time we spoke to you here on Panthers Insider. As I mentioned, the Panthers have done nothing but win. Going back to last week on Saturday, it was February 10th. The Panthers had a heavyweight matchup against the Panthers. Colorado Avalanche. It was one of the best top-to-bottom games the Panthers have played all year—a four-nothing win over Colorado. Here's how it sounded on the Panthers' radio network. High up over in the corner, the Avalanche come up with control. But Congliano can't clear. It's played across Montour. Verhage back over to Montour. Off to the far side. Barkov down low. Kachuk through the far circle. Barkov to the dot. Out in front. Jammed it. They score. Carter Verhage in the blue paint, able to jam it home, and the Panthers have a power play goal. Nothing lead. Markov in the trapezoid. He'll look off to the far side of this chuck in front of a shot in the score. A power play goal upstairs from Sam Reinhardt off the crossbar and in. Sam Reinhardt stays red hot. The Panthers take a 2-0 lead. And Sam Reinhardt has 39 goals this season. How pretty is this power play to watch? As Ekman, Larson, far side, Rodriguez, a shot wide, rims around, out to the near point, Kulikov. Long drive, tipped on, that's and rebound They score it to the it, in give the Panthers a 3-0 lead. save but that's who most to win and wasted no time any jams at home to give the panthers the three nothing lead panthers are just outworking the colorado avalanche in every conceivable way turnover out front a shot they scored it's barkov up the turnover and the panthers take a four nothing lead over the avalanche with 10 40 to go here in the third the panthers make them pay after the turnover that has got to feel good for Barkoff. The final seconds tick away, and the Panthers make it back-to-back wins on home ice. A 4-0 shutout tonight for the Panthers over the Colorado Avalanche for Sergei Bobrovsky. 41 shutouts in the National Hockey League for Paul Maurice. That's career win number 850 behind an NHL bench as he moves into sole possession of fifth on the all-time NHL coaching wins list big games across the board for the Panthers tonight that was a complete team win the full 60 minutes for the Panthers tonight as they top the avalanche 4-0 so some milestones there congratulations to Paul Maurice for moving into fifth on the NHL's all-time coaching wins list Sergei Bobrovsky, a shutout. Not the only Panthers goalie who'd have a shutout this week. Little tease there, but it was on Wednesday. The Panthers would begin this road trip. They went to Pittsburgh and they came out on top in that one too. Here are the highlights from the Panthers sweep of the three-game season series against Pittsburgh this season. Crosby to the line. Latang tried to snap a pass across. Pinballing puck out front. Picks up out front of the goal. Whacked out a couple of times. Crosby tried to feed it out front, and they never got a clean shot to the Penguins. There, back to five-on-five hockey. Panthers working in. Rodriguez looks to crush the score, and the Panthers come right back and take a one-nothing lead. Matthew Kachuk out in front, set up by Rodriguez, fresh off serving the penalty, and the Panthers strike first with fifteen thirty-two to go here in the second. To the corner, Lombard wrapped up there by Ludvig. Now over on the far side, it's Stenland, out the line, Montour, a shot tipped out from the score! And out in front of the Pittsburgh net, it was Jonah Gadjevich who got a stick on that, and the Panthers, just like that, are up a pair. Over on the far side of the ice, scramble for the loose puck, Bennett, Rodriguez looking out front, a chance Kachuk, chuck, right circle, Eckblad cruising, And shot, he scores, Aaron Eckblad. A laser beam of a wrist shot out of the right circle, and he beats Jari under the arm, and the Panthers take a 3-0 lead, a power play goal for Aaron Ekblad. He sends it along for Carter, who can't field that one. Nick Cousins looks to play it back down low, knocked away by Carter. Up the near side, it's Jeff Carter for Pittsburgh. He tried to feed a pass to Malkin, broken up by Cousins, springs it along quickly for Kachuk. Kachuk, top of the right, circle up front, and they score! And the Panthers tack on another one. It's Anton Lundell able to cash in on a backdoor feed from Kachuk, and the Panthers take a 4-0 lead. Here's Carlson, near side Crosby. Pass across, takes a bounce, and in the way there. That's the most rain just wreaking havoc in the offensive end on the forecheck. Here's a setup to Lundell, in the near circle, a shot deflecting, high in the air, and they score! That puck went way up in the air. Chari lost track of it. The Penguins lost track of it, and it dropped down behind Chari and into the net, and Anton Lundell has his second of the game. As Barkow poked it away from Pauly-Arvey and the final seconds tick away and the Panthers start off the road trip with a 5-2 win here tonight over the Pittsburgh Penguins for the Panthers. They have now won three consecutive games and the Panthers stay red hot on the road. And the Panthers would go to Buffalo the next night. The Panthers have been pretty successful in back-to-backs this season. Haven't had a ton of back-to-backs, but they've been pretty good when they've been in that situation. So it was off to Buffalo, and the Panthers seeing the Sabres and Atlantic Division foe for the first time this season. Hard to believe. Inside 30 games to play in the regular season, seeing the Sabres for the first time, and the Panthers would take care of business back on Thursday. Johnson takes a look ahead. Barkov in there against him immediately. The takeaway, Barkov out front, shot, they score! And it's Carter Verhege, a perfect setup from Barkov. And the Panthers strike first. It's 1-0 with 10.34 to go here in the opening frame. Barkov stripped it away down there in the corner, fed it right out front. Carter Verhege wasting no time. And the Panthers get the first one tonight. As now a delayed penalty situation, Forsling far circle. Up top, Kachuk, long shot, and they score! It was launched to the net by Kachuk from out at the left point. May have hit something on the way. The Panthers score in the delayed penalty situation, and it's 2-0 Panthers with 2.44 to go here in the second. Backhand out along the far side, trickle past Aline and the Panthers have it, it's Reinhardt heading in. Reinhardt looks across for a shot on the empty net, he scores! And the Panthers take a 3-0 lead with 93 seconds to play in regulation time. Carter Verhagee's second of the game on the empty net, that's 28 on the year for him. And he was set up by Sam Reinhardt, and the Panthers stretch their lead to 3-0. So, Lundell leans in against Cousins. Puck pulled back to the near point. Forsling, he's got it near point. Long shot, tipped in front, Lomberg, and he scores! Ryan Lomberg, a power play goal! The Panthers stretch their lead to 4-0 with 10.2 seconds to go. So, off the face-off, here's Heckman Larson. Forsling, he'll float one along. It's tipped down to our left. And the final seconds will take away here in Buffalo. The Panthers top the Sabres 4-0. A 45-save shutout for Anthony Stolarz in the Panthers' net. The Panthers have won four games in a row, and they have now won 10 consecutive road contests. Anthony Stolarz' first shutout as a Panther, and for Stolarz, the seventh shutout in his NHL career. Anthony Stolarz outstanding back on Thursday, and the Panthers keep it rolling on the road. That's 10 straight wins away from home for the Panthers and that's why uh, a big reason why they've been able to elevate their record up to 35, 15 and four on the season. And well, for now, up to that top spot in the Atlantic and the East. Here's Paul Maurice, Panthers head coach, post game Thursday on what Anthony Stolarz meant to that victory in Buffalo.
3: Oh, he was, was so good and the key piece
2: to it and the win. Um, I think we spent an awful lot last night. That was a hard, really fast game. And, and to come in, we got a, a real I would say dangerous offensive group they make hard they're hard to pattern they're hard to to kind of figure where they're going with the puck we didn't have the legs that we would normally have in this game and our goaltender was asked to do something um, that you need if you're going to get any kind of run a roll you're you're he's been god he's been he's been solid and so good for us but tonight it's it's nice we play well in front of our goaltending all year so sometimes you don't notice how well they've played for us tonight you did
0: so, Paul Maurice, there talking about Anthony Stolarz. Here is Anthony Stolarz on what it meant to get that win in Buffalo back on Thursday. well uh, it's huge. Obviously, like, uh, you know we have game
2: yesterday, uh, travel day, and uh, getting in late. So, uh, you know, you look at the back-to-back, you want to go out there and you want to put out a strong performance. Uh, I take a lot of pride in that. Um, Obviously, know my role on the team, and, uh, you know, anytime you can go out there and uh, put up a pretty good performance like that,
0: uh, you know, it's good. And uh, You can definitely see the guys who are working hard for me, and, uh, you know, I try to do that in return for them. And Ryan Lomberg here with more high praise for his goaltender. Here he is talking about Anthony Stolarz getting that shutout. Yeah, he he made a few, um, you know, huge saves that probably had a better chance of going in, um, you know, than stopping it. And
2: and he did a great job. Um, He's been doing it all year for us. Uh, You know, he comes in when when his numbers called and and he shuts the door. And um, like I said, he made some huge timely saves and, um, you know, we, we ended up getting the win because of it.
0: Ryan Lomberg there and last, but certainly not least, man who had two goals back in Thursday's win. Here's Carter Verhage of the Panthers. Why are the Panthers so good in these back-to-back situations?
1: Uh, I think it's a lot to do with being simple and playing simple. I think uh, that's kind of when our team's at its best and uh, we're not trying to force ways. We're, uh, we're kind of just trying to, the mentality's kind of to grind it out and uh, try and give ourselves a chance. And I think that's kind of when we're comfortable in games.
0: Carter Verhage, right. There, so that that was after the game on Thursday. Shifting gears now, Panthers and the Lightning today, 5 o'clock face-off, 4.30 Panthers preview across the radio network. Come out to Pucks and Pints Beer Fest presented by Funky Buddha Brewery. That's going to be Saturday, February 24th at Amaranth Bank Arena. Sample unlimited beer, listen to live music, watch the Cats defend home ice against Washington at 6 o'clock. portion of the proceeds benefits the Panthers Foundation. Must be 21 or older to enter. Go to FloridaPanthers.com for tickets today. Just getting started here on Panthers Insider. Coming up later on, we'll talk about today's matchup. Longtime Lightning broadcaster Dave Mishkin will be stopping by. But coming up next, a cut from the most recent Territory Talk podcast is Jameson Olive and I had a chance to sit down with Panthers goalie Sergei Bobrovsky. Doug Plagen's here with you this morning on Panthers Insider. Dan Day on the other side of the glass doing fine work as always. We'll step aside. We'll come back. Sergei Bobrovsky next. This is Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Ready Network.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
3: post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today
4: let's get back to the panthers insider on the florida panthers radio network Welcome back here on Panthers
0: Insider. Doug Plagans here with you calling all college students. Score your Panthers student rush tickets. Students come party with your Panthers this season. Enjoy student-exclusive pricing for select games. Go to floridapanthers.com rush for game dates and more info. Panthers and the Lightning today at... 5 4 30 we're on the air with Panthers preview. You can find us if you're listening to Miami-Dade and Broward County's AM 790. The Panthers app always makes it so easy to listen and after this road trip's over with Panthers begin a string of four of five on home ice when they host the Ottawa Senators Tuesday night at seven o'clock. You don't want to miss it floridapanthers.com SeatGeek.com, 954 954- Eight three five puck to get your tickets. Panthers also playing at home a week from today against Washington. So go to FloridaPanthers.com. All the info for the schedule, the tickets, it's all right there. Go check it out. Coming up next segment, Dave Mishkin, longtime radio voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, going to stop by and we'll talk about today's matchup, what it means for each of the two teams. But first, let's hear a cut from the most recent Territory Talk podcast. Jameson Olive and I had a chance to sit down with Panthers All-Star goalie Sergei Bobrovsky. Let's dive right into that conversation. First thing, got to ask you: the All-Star experience still pretty fresh. What was it like up there in Toronto?
5: Yeah, it was it was it was definitely uh, great to be part of it. If it was, uh, you know, it was busy, but it was really cool. Uh, I was able to bring my family there. We were uh, enjoyed together. You know, like I don't know, just to be around those. <laughs> Uh, superstar hockey players, you know, not only present but also in the past. It's it's, it's special, you know, it's, it's great. It was great too to share that experience with Sam.
4: And uh, you, you talk about it being a family experience last time you went 2017. Obviously, you weren't a dad then. How different was it this time around being a family experience, a family event?
5: Yeah it's 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 definitely different so uh as I always say that uh when you become a dad it's, it completely changes your life you know you change your priorities and everything whole perspective so and it, it was cool i think she's still small but it was was just it was i think for me it's it's a lot better <laughs> a lot more fun to have her there than for her you know
0: and for, for you, was there anybody that you were really looking forward to seeing? Was it just fun to be around a lot of the guys that you play against every single night, but you get to kind of all be a part of the same experience?
5: Yeah, no, nah, I, I would say, you know, there is, like, it's it's obviously the league, NHL league is, is so is so good, and there is, like, other those, how many, 30 guys or, or so. It's, you can easily pick 20 more guys, and they're going to be the same level or – almost the same level so it was just cool to to see them interact with the guys get to know them get to know their personality they are all uh like as you know, they superstar on the ice, but they great people off the ice.
4: And on that, going back to like I said, twenty seventeen, only seven all stars that were in that game, including yourself, were in this one. So a ton of new guys. What was it like for yourself, just being a veteran goaltender, seeing kind of the new generation and being around those guys?
5: Yeah, it's 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 definitely special. It was a special moment for me too, like to be around those. Uh, goalies who's uh, like superstar in this generation you know and be with them look at look at them too, and get to know them so as I say they're really nice guys and they're really good goalies and good players
4: and on that just from a goal perspective what do you notice about the young goaltenders coming up it seems like every year a new star goaltender rises just maybe, whether it's their approach to the game the technical sides what do you think is maybe different about these guys coming up now from
5: when you came up I think they got uh, they got they they definitely go deeper into their body you know the game change they they the game change also the game force goal is to be better the force goal is to find the potential to find to the ways to be better you know the uh hockey goes to direction more goals you know like everybody likes to see more offense and they they promote forwards you know it's all about offense and on the goalie side you just you just have to go go deeper into your body and look for some potential in there to get the, the angle away, to get the position to move faster, to be to be more athletic.
0: And for you, kind of going off of that, but you can tell you're, you're a real student of the game. You're a guy that's always evolving. You're always working. Your preparation, everything like that. As the position changes and as the game evolves, what are the, the biggest things that you do to, to keep evolving your own game?
5: Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm I, I love what I'm doing, you know, and it's it's uh, I wouldn't say it's my job; it's just my passion, you know. Hockey is my passion, and uh, it's also it's it's tough to say, you know, the perspective, you know, where you wanna be, you know, the goal, you, where, where you what do you want to achieve, you know? It's and at the end of the day, you wanna win the Stanley Cup, you know, you wanna win. Not only the Stanley Cup, but every game you play, you participate, and that process—you focus on one day at a time, one moment at a time—and start trying to polish one thing at a time. And that process brings you to the next, to the next thing, you know. And you build, and and you build, and you enjoy what you build. So, and, and that's that—that's the key. So that's that's. That's my life. <laughs> and it's
0: obviously your your position's the most unique position on the ice. How much are you watching, whether it's other games, watching the way other guys are playing, what other goaltenders maybe mechanically are doing? Are, are you paying attention to what some of the other guys are doing?
5: No, not really. Not really. I, I, I feel like all the goalies has their own unique way how they look at the game. You know, they they got their own perspective. And I feel like the more I'm with my gut inside that's the, the better like i'm trying to look more ways inside of me not looking for the outside obviously there is like you 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 look the game you play against somebody some something maybe pop up in your uh in your eyes but i wouldn't say i'm searching for that you know it's more like on the on the side and, and then i'm more more i'm focused on on, on my my process
4: You talk about the process and kind of looking internally, going back to the playoffs last year, there was three months where you were the best goaltender on on the planet, it looked like. What did you learn about yourself during that time? It just seemed like you just found a whole gear maybe we haven't seen before.
5: Yeah, well, thank you for compliment, (laughs) first of all. There's a lot of people that would agree with me on on that one. But, you know, like, it's always, uh, you always... I don't like to talk about myself mm. in a game sport you know like in a team sport I'm sorry it's it's all it's all about team you know if you like you go in the, on the on a game like the all-star game right you you see the players how much talent they have how much skills they have and you give, if you give them time and space they're going to score on any goalie you know they're going to they're going to beat any goalie doesn't matter how athletic you are so it comes down to how uh, how well team in front of you battles and fight you know they the, the guys how they play defensively how hard they play it's it's most of the time the people don't see that from the like from the from the stance but it, it's amazing how like those split seconds how they if they take them away or give them hmm. it's it makes a huge difference and so i i it's it's was it wasn't me it was us i i'm not gonna tire it to say <laughs> that it was it was us it was whole team and uh it, it was fun experience definitely you know and it's more uh talking about your question what it gave it to to me i would say it's give, gave us gave us the trust in each other and believe in each other that we're capable to overcome any anything that that is, that is uh, a arise there.
4: And I know everyone loved watching that run and just picked up right where you guys left off. And this has been a great season as well, making that playoff push now. But as you talk about the team on the ice and how you guys execute and how close you are, how much of that also is part of how you guys are off the ice? Because it's such a tight room in there. You've, you've seen a lot of rooms over your career. But it seems like starting maybe last year, maybe a little bit the year before, you guys have really developed something special in that room in terms of just – being together, chemistry, and cohesiveness.
5: Yeah, it's 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 as you said. We really we have a great atmosphere. We play for each other. We we, we care about each other, you know. And it's it's everybody has their own role, and they are happy with that role, you know. And that's the that's the that's probably the the biggest thing for us that everybody pull the ropes in direction. Nobody complains. Everybody happy and love each other, and that that brings that good positive energy. Into the practices, into the off the practices, and carries on into the game as well.
0: I had a question about the uh, uh, just a key element of the game. You guys as a team have had a really solid penalty kill unit this season, and obviously that takes everybody, and goaltending a huge part of penalty killing. When the game goes from five-on-five to when you guys are down a man, do you approach anything differently? Is there anything differently you have to process? Or do you kind of just continue to to go about playing your position the same way? What changes when the team's down a man?
5: I would say I would – Generally, I try to cut off everything that the penalty kill, or overtime, or like it's a preseason, or season, or playoffs. You know, all those things that around the moment, I try to cut them off. It's the it's it's important for me to stay in the moment, and doesn't matter what score on the clock. You know, like with down uh, down two goals or up two goals. It's just I try to cut everything off and just focus on one moment and what's there. And then and then you you carry this moment, then focus on the next moment, then focus on the next moment. It's and that you kind of like you're just trying to stay focused and see what coming, what's coming. And that's when it's a penalty kill, the game, those moments are built. One on top of each other, and then in the end of the day, you 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 come out of the game and you happy, you fulfill with the emotion and that that energy that you compete with your teammates, and uh, yeah, whether if, if you had if you have a if you had a great great night, you enjoy it together with the teammates. If it's it wasn't our night, we we support each other and hit each other for sh- uh, on the shoulder, and hey, let's. Let's be better, and we're going to be better next 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 night.
4: And you talk about focus, and I don't really know how you can maybe put this into words, but you always look so laser-focused laser out there. We see it all off the ice as well Just when you get in your process and your routine. But how would you maybe describe what's going through your head during a game and that focus? I mean, are you looking ahead to maybe where the play is going to go, or is it almost like a blank kind of trance? Like, where is your yeah. head at during games?
5: Well, I, I would say the, the foundation for me to go into the game and focus – to it's it's appreciation. It's appreciation to be here, to to have that jersey on. You know, to be an NHL goalie. You you know that there is 20,000 people watching you live. You know, it's 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 a treatment. You know, it's still it's a dream comes true. And I'm trying to always remind myself that this is the moment, this is the life, and you have to suffer the each moment while I'm here. Whether it's 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 a game, whether it's a practice, whether it's an off day, you know, like that's the, the hockey, the NHL life. It's it's a such incredible life and I, I want to remind myself always that this is this is this is it. This is what I'm dreamed for.
4: And we, we know how happy we are to have you here and how much the fans love watching. But I got one last one, kind of a fun one. We're not going to go deep into your process and all the work you put in and all the drills and things. But one thing I know Doug and I both see this all the time is whether we're on the road, whether we're at the rink, around the gym, you spend a lot of time on the treadmill. We see that a lot in terms of your work. How much or should I say how many miles do you think you put in on the treadmill in a week? Because it seems like
5: you put a lot of time in there. Yeah I would say it's 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 not only treadmill, it's it's a bike, it's the cardio overall. Mm-hmm. I like cardio. I do cardio a lot. It's it's also one of the basics of my uh my shape and it's very fundamental for me. So the, it's just the cardio because I'm always kind of in a stance, in a low mm-hmm. stance. So running when when you're on a treadmill running it's it's goes it's it does it does opposite for your body you know mm-hmm. you try to open your body up and open your hips up and that that that's why so i i don't really i don't really uh trying to catch up some certain amount of minutes or anything like that it's more by the feelings you know like mm. i need it, the running is good for warm-up the running is good for cool down and it, it's 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 a good uh, good workout overall so and it's just by the by the feelings. I would say I, I do everything now at this age. I do everything by the feelings.
0: And last thing for me, I'm just curious. Who was your favorite goalie to watch as a kid?
5: It was, uh, it's actually a good question. It was, uh, so we didn't have much social media back in the days. So there wasn't the internet or anything like that. I had, but I had the uh, great opportunity to watch uh, our local goalie, my hometown team, his name, Vadim Tarasov so his son plays now in columbus mm-hmm. so and i was able to watch him he was really a uh, skill goalie he he had a great technique you know and he was one of the best in in russia for sure and i was uh, i was able to watch him practicing i was able to watch him playing games and, and stuff so that's i would say that was my idol obviously i knew who the like the top guys like abridor patrick Roy, you know but i wasn't i, I didn't have any chance to watch them not not only live, but even on the TV or in a record, on, on or on a tape. So, so I would say yes. Vadim Tarasov has uh, impact and uh, inspiration on uh, on myself when was, I,
0: growing up. Was Vadim big, tall guy too? Because Daniil's pretty tall, isn't he?
5: He's I think he's no, he's a little bit he's he's a little bit I think shorter, but he was also good size, good yep. goalie size. Yes, he's, and he's he played the technique style. We got lots of like beautiful glove saves and you know right. flexible stretches and, and that stuff. So it was it was uh, effective,
4: and I'm sure his son grew up watching you in the NHL, which is fun full circle. It was,
5: yeah, it was. It it, it's, it could be. It could be. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably better to ask him. But it's it's yeah. It's an interesting it's interesting story. Is it fun to hear that when you have you know some of the younger
0: goalies that you know they they enjoyed watching you and they modeled their game after you know watching Sergei
5: Bobrovsky. Well, I, I think, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely pretty cool. You just like, uh, it's, 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 that's how it goes. It's the evolution, you know, it's, it's just, for me, it's great to be in that spot that's like if we go down a couple questions early about the appreciation. So that's, that's why I appreciate that spot to be that because I, I remember when I watching those, like I had a dream to see like Hubby Bullion or Nabokov, mm. you know, watch them live. Mm. It was my dream. And if I can touch their gear, <laughs> I would be the happiest kid <laughs> in the world. So, and yeah, it's, it, it's definitely nice. And it's, 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 it's a great, and I appreciate for that opportunity.
0: Great conversation there with Panthers goalie Sergei Bobrovsky on this week's edition of the Territory Talk podcast. Go check it out, floridapanthers.com slash territory talk. Panthers and the Lightning coming your way today at 5 o'clock, 4.30, Panthers preview. Joining us next segment, longtime Lightning radio voice Dave Mishkin's is going to stop by. We'll preview the matchup, talk about how it impacts each team. They're both coming in on win streaks. Big game tonight. Dave Mishkin coming up on the other side of the break. Doug Plagans here with you. It's Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network.
4: Insider
0: on the Florida Panthers radio network. Welcome back here on Panthers Insider. Doug Plagans with you talking all things Florida Panthers hockey as always on a Saturday morning. Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Day five o'clock we're dropping the pocket Emily Arena in Tampa 30 Panthers preview across the radio network both teams coming in on win streaks to this evening's contest so a lot in the line always a lot in the line and always fun and interesting when the Panthers take on the Tampa Bay Lightning it'll be the middle game of a three-game season series between the two teams this year and then the Panthers will be back home coming up Tuesday at seven against the Ottawa Senators FloridaPanthers.com SeatGeek.com com nine five four eight three five puck to get your tickets. Kind enough to stop by and help us preview tonight's matchup. Longtime Lightning radio voice Dave Michigan, kind enough to be with us this morning. Dave, how are you? And I'm sure you're excited for this one too. We've got two teams on win streaks coming into this evening's game in Tampa.
2: Good morning, Doug. Yeah, it's always fun when the Lightning and Panthers meet, and the last few years of course both teams have been playoff teams and they've met in the playoffs a couple of years so I think that's added to what had always been a pretty spirited rivalry but I think it's it's been raised to a new level these last couple of years so yes usually they are fun games even if they aren't close there's usually a lot of other stuff happening and often they are close like the last time the team's met it was a 3-2 to win here at Amelie
0: yeah, so we're looking forward to this one here tonight. And, uh, Dave, got to ask you first, Tampa Bay coming in, winners of three straight. They have a win over Colorado under their belts a couple of nights ago in their most recent game for the for the Lightning. What's been uh, the key for them as they've won seven of their last ten and three in a row coming in tonight?
2: Yeah, so I'll actually go back a little before that, Doug. So when the Panthers saw the Lightning right after Christmas, They beat the Lightning, and the Lightning then lost the next game also at home to the Rangers. Uh, And they were at a point – they were on very shaky ground. They've been on shaky ground for most of the year in terms of their standings position. Let's be honest. I mean, they were on the wrong side of the playoff cut line for much of the first half of the year. When they were managing to get above the playoff cut line, their points percentage was lower than a lot of the teams technically behind them in the standings, but those teams had lots of games at hand. So once we flipped the calendar, a couple of things happened. First of all, the Lightning started getting better defensively, which has been their Achilles heel all year. I think Andre Vasilevsky started looking more like the Vasilevsky that we have come to expect. He missed six and a half months without any kind of activity at all, other than some light practices before it. They decided to have a surgery, and that was in training camp. And so, look, it took them a little while, I think, to, to kind of get back in sync. But that happened in January. And the Lightning had, speaking plainly, kind of an advantageous part of their schedule. Every team has points in the schedule when things are a little more difficult and other points when things are a little less difficult. And you have to be able to take advantage of those stretches. But the Lightning did that. So they had an 8-1 and one run heading into the bye week. And the bye week probably did not come at the best time for the Lightning because they were playing pretty well. And they came out of the bye with a couple of clunkers. Uh, The game, they lost the game against the Rangers. I wouldn't call it probably a clunker. They didn't generate a lot offensively. They had the Sergachev injury, which I think shook them up a little bit. They actually defended okay. That was a 2-1 game late third before the Rangers scored an empty netter. And then they just had a game that was reminiscent of some of their early season games so where they didn't defend well at all against the Islanders. So they come out of the break with two regulation losses, and they're kind of slipping back to where they were before they went on their good run. But since then, they've strung together three straight wins. Like you mentioned, the, the most recent game was a home game against Colorado. They had wins in Columbus and in Boston as well. So they are not where they were coming out of the bye. I'm not sure they're quite where they were before the bye, though, either. And I think that the break set them back a little bit frankly and we'll see if they're able to raise their level i think they're gonna to have to play better tonight than they did even against colorado which was an impressive win for them against a quality opponent but without blowing smoke too much in your direction i mean right now the panthers are the class of the league at least one of the top teams in the league based on how they are rolling and i'm not sure the abs came in with quite the same amount of swagger. They are on a long road trip. They just finished. They had lost a lot, more than they had won. They're, they're struggling with their depth behind their top guys, and the Lightning were able to expose that a little bit. I don't think the Lightning are going to get the same level of scoring chances or the same number of scoring chances. If history holds, based on what I'm seeing from the Panthers in terms of how they're defending, I would be surprised if the Lightning get as many scoring chances tonight as they did against Colorado So what do you do with that if you're the Lightning? That means you have to D up at the level that the Panthers have D'd up. And if they're able to do that, I think we're going to have a pretty exciting competitive
3: game tonight.
0: Yeah, but when we look at what's on the line here, the Panthers, of course, coming in 10 straight road wins, but the Lightning have an outstanding home record. So uh, those two things are going to be uh, colliding here this evening. Dave, Nikita Kucherov, you've seen him accomplish just about everything in the game, but what's uh, what's been the biggest key to him being on this, this really uh, potential Hart Trophy pace this season?
2: Yeah, it was an interesting matchup with, with McKinnon and Kucherov in the same game the other night. McKinnon had two points, Kucherov had three. I frankly felt Kucherov had a more dynamic game than McKinnon, which is not to say that McKinnon won't end up winning the scoring race and potentially the Hart Trophy, but on that night, a couple of nights ago, I mean, Kucherov could have had five, six, seven points. And, you know, he was denied by the goalie on, on some plays, some passes that he made led to scoring chances that were stopped. He barely missed an empty net goal, hit off the side of the net. And we've seen a lot of games like that from him this year, Doug. So what is different? A, a player who is already probably one of the one of the top, what do you want to say, five offensive players in the NHL? Yep. coming into this year. You don't want to give him that? We'll say top 10? I'd I say, think I'd say what top 5. Yeah. Okay, well, if we're if we're going to say he was there heading into this year, how has he been able to elevate his game? And I think that he just commands the ice in a way that the other team knows what he is capable of and they've not been able to stop him. So, he doesn't have blazing speed like McKinnon or McDavid. He doesn't have some of the assets that like he doesn't have Austin Matthews physical prowess or his shot, although he has a very good shot, but I think what Kucherov does better than anybody else in the NHL. And I've heard some of these other top players say as much, so don't take it from me, take it from Nathan McKinnon. Kucherov thinks the game faster than all of these other players. So he often is two or three or four steps ahead and, and can anticipate not only where the puck is going, but where he is going with the puck. And I think he has taken that to even a higher level this year in terms of his ability to, to make plays, see the ice. You know, McKinnon and McDavid speed the game up. Kucherov slows the game down. He's got a little bit of, of Kovalev in him, which I hesitate to make that comparison, Doug, because I think Kovalev had a rap of being invisible on too many games (laughs) throughout his career. Like people look at his career and say he could have had more points than what he had. But when he was going, he was very, very difficult to defend because he was so slippery. And Kucherov has that element to his game as well. And then the other big difference between this year and previous years, he's shooting the puck more. Uh, He's going to easily set his personal best for shots in a season and for much of the year, he's been ranked among the league leaders in shots. So for a guy who can pass and 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 turn the other team into a pretzel, when he starts shooting the puck more, it creates additional problems. And he's got a good shot. So, I mean, he's at, what, 35, 36 goals mm-hmm. this year. That's not a fluke. Like, he is able to beat goalies with his shot. So he has been tremendous. And he really hasn't had... Any kind of dip in his game, Uh, he has more three-point games than games with no points this year. So that speaks not only to his level of consistency, but also the fact that he's gotten a lot of points in games. Right, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. if he's getting points, he's usually getting two, three. He's had a six-point game this year, so it's all come together for him. And the Lightning needed him to to be that player because, as I mentioned. You know, they have not been at the level defensively for much of the year that they probably have needed to be at, although that is trending in the right direction right now.
0: Big part of the matchup tonight, lots of speed, lots of skill on display. No doubt he'll be uh, right front and center in it, and a big uh, part of what the Panthers will have to key on this evening. Dave Michigan, kind enough to stop by right up against the end of the show, but uh, Dave, will see you in a little bit here, and thanks as always for your time here on Panthers Insider.
2: Anytime, Doug. See you soon. Thanks.
0: Dave Mishkin, everybody. Big thanks to him for stopping by. Big thanks to all of you for tuning in. Panthers Lightning at 5, 430 Panthers Preview. Again, I'm Doug Plagans. This has been Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.